Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Tribe Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to speak about grief, depression, sadness, but we're going to look at it from the perspective of spirituality and and being spiritual and what it might mean. I think it's a good, you're actually, you would, it would be good for you to start this one, Lorena. This is your, more your thing. Oh gosh. Have I not? I mean, it resonates so much with depression, sadness, and I don't know about grief, but I think to start off, I would definitely say that I know a lot of people right now are definitely feeling just an overwhelming sadness, anxiety, I think that's a really good thing to say now. Um, and I found myself in the last few days also with following specific things in the news and stuff, feeling like low and just really, I don't know if I'm to that point of depression. I definitely don't feel that way right now, but just anxious and feeling really overwhelmed with emotions and things because like we've said in previous episodes, that's whole collective energy. We're feeding off of that cloud right that energy in the cloud and it's kind of hard to avoid if we're not doing all the right things to keep ourselves aligned and in balance but for me my you know if anybody's listened to one of the first episodes we ever did which was my kind of my own solo episode and my journey and talking a little bit about what I've been through you know I've been through years and years and years of depression panic attacks anxiety like pretty heavily medicated for a few years and finally kind of coming to a solution or finding a solution through talk therapy. And to me, that also is very linked and it always felt very linked to feeling disconnected spiritually. It, it almost felt like this anxiety and depression was anchoring me into this 3d world and bringing me down and like smashing me down and making me feel like I wasn't capable of having this spiritual connection or that I like the spiritual world wasn't readily available for me or to me. And the moment I was able to break kind of free of that and it always, I don't know how I explain it. Like it always kind of felt like there was some cellular memory attached to all that depression and stuff. Cause it definitely feels like I was bringing that in cause it started at such a young age, but I also feel like part of it might be my natal chart too, because there's a lot of things with my Scorpio rising and stuff like that. And other aspects of my chart that feel very connected to a lot of loss and feeling like disconnected from myself and feeling like in a haze at moments and just anxious and, it literally that all would pull me away from my body and anchoring into the present moment and feeling connected to the spiritual realm. 
and I think a lot of us that are going through this now, you know, you might have lost a loved one. You might be in lockdown and quarantining alone, probably gone through hell and back through a lot of things that are happening right now, or just knowing and feeling the collective anxiety and fear that'll bring that to you sometimes if you're not protecting mm-hmm. yourself. But just looking at the panorama of maybe somewhere you're not even there, like I'll look at I'll look at the panorama of what Australia looks like now and I'm like Wow. Yeah. I can't I'm not there so I can't confirm it. But what I'm seeing I'm like, really? Seriously? Yeah. Like, what? Things like that. Yeah, and they're just feeding and giving us all this constant fear and worry and just oh it's it's too much. It's too much. And it's like, we all need to take a step back at moments. It's, it's crazy. Like that a lot of people are just allowing this fear to take over. And then that causes the anxiety, the depression, the separation. And then also a lot of this narrative going on right now also feels like, and I know we're not going to go so much into this. It's more about the actual grief, sadness, depression, and the emotion of it and how that's linked spiritually. But I feel like a lot of this is separating us. And when we feel separated from each other and from a plan and from why we're here and our mission and our purpose, that can bring on a lot of crazy emotions. And I think part of that could be depression and feeling really low, just low vibration and really low energy, right? I think, yeah, if, if, it's, if, it's a, if it has to do with, aside from grief, because grief obviously, I mean, it could be you lost somebody. But if, if you're going through some sort of depression because of the scenarios or limitations we're going through, for me, what saved me, and this might not be for everybody, for me, habit. Habit has saved me. Creating a routine and creating habits have saved me because I know it's like the human brain is comforted by knowing what's coming next. Yeah. So inside of this chaotic world where you don't know what's coming next and what's new rule, new implementation, new procedure, new problem, like whatever in this world, we don't know what's next. At least you know what's going to happen in your house tomorrow. Yeah. That's... You're that's, in control of something. Yeah, you have, you're in control. Of, exactly. You're in control of something. I mean, I, I was very, I guess you would call it tedious with my routine when we were locked down. Wake up, breakfast walk and they did walk in nature i was lucky that i had a nature walk to go here there was no restrictions to going out and doing that like walk in nature come back and i was preparing big lunches since sandra was working from home and i was preparing like the big lunches and usually super healthy like big salads and stuff but and you know i knew what to expect aurora knew it was coming so i think aurora never felt like something weird's going on yeah Yeah, and I think that goes to show also thinking outside of this global thing. It's more like look inside of your own world. Like where are you creating yourself? Like where are you creating these stories in your life that are creating anxiety and depression? And I still struggle with that. Like I was saying, like sometimes I'll wake up and I'll feel really low and I'm like, why am I? It happens very, very little now. But it's like, I think it's when we move away from ourselves, sometimes spiritually and connecting with ourselves and leaning on those tools that we need to, that it's easy for that to creep back in and make you feel like crap and just make you lose sight of everything in your life. 
And of course, there's different grades of depression, even in, within like the fluorescent systems. There's different, like especially in the Bach flower systems, there's different kinds of depression. It could be something external to you causing you to feel depressed. It can be just chronic depression. Some people experience that throughout their whole life and it comes and goes and it's something they may never be able to fully get rid of. Sometimes it can just be something external, right? Like I was saying. So I think a lot of us are experiencing this external factor that's causing us to feel out of control and feel that, oh my God, I feel low. I feel depressed. I feel, you know, and the reality of what's happening right now, and this is what's really scary is a lot of people are committing suicide. And we've talked about this on previous episodes, right? Where we talk about some people need to exit right now. This isn't what they were supposed to be living. And I feel that to be true for different scenarios that I've seen um, in my life personally of people that have exited. And I, and I felt it and I you felt that message. Um, Roberta Grimes, when we had her on, she talked about how most souls have three exit points planned. Yeah, and the soul can decide to take it or no. I'm just gonna see. I'll look. I'll look and see what happens with the other one. Okay, no. So usually it's one in your teens. Did you say? Well, maybe one. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. When you're around forty, and then when the one the other ones when you're older or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. Maybe it might be good to. I mean, it might be good to have her back on to talk about. Especially with everything going on. Yeah, yeah really she, she cool. said that, yeah, let her know whenever we wanted her back, so we should maybe think about and it. And we had some technical difficulties on that call, I remember. Oh, I don't remember. What was it? Yeah, my Zoom wasn't working, and it got cut off, and you guys were talking, and then I was like, ah, and it didn't record because oh, I was the one yeah. recording. So there's a bunch that we couldn't even feature on that episode. Um, but going back a little bit to the sadness and depression specifically, I think it'd be a good question to kind of ask the Akashic Records right now that we can answer. It's how are sadness and depression linked to, or how is it moving us away from spirituality or how is it linked or not linked to spirituality and what do we need to learn from it or look at with it right now? Well, the way that, the way I'm getting the responses, oh, it's more complex than just an answer. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. Wait, I'm going to try to break it down because I'm understanding at the same time. Everything's, they're saying that everything's purposeful. Everything has a purpose. So even a soul retrieving from its lifetime and you're experiencing that soul leaving, let's say it's a loved one, sometimes your soul even knew about it or planned that before it happened. What's happening now wasn't a hundred percent like it wasn't written in stone. We had to see how the collective reacted to things that were happening. And really what's a lot of what's going on is a mass is mass awakening. Like they're trying to, it's like, it's like they're trying to wake us all up because they want us to be more aligned. Cause they want us to be able to live in more, live a more balanced, purposeful life in general. It depends on who you are, what kind of life you're supposed to be living. Of course, cause every soul has a different plan, but it's like, we were all off. A lot of us, most of us were all off track. Yep. Like we weren't, and maybe you were doing, maybe you were doing things that were good for the world, or maybe you were, you know, doing some, maybe you're even connecting to yourself, but we were all off track that we weren't seeing everything that was actually going on around the world and how we were treating each other, how we were treating the earth, how we were treating individuals, 
other collectives. So we, as a collective, agreed to come under this. They're calling it the divine plan of the, of Earth. And then there's a set of individuals who signed up to be on the other side of that control because we're under we're under control right now, right? That control is for us to really realize and really appreciate the, the smaller communities around us. We're supposed to gather with smaller communities around us. We're supposed to create more... It's like more communal living, but from a place of... It's like you, you got to find your communal living. It doesn't mean that yeah. it's the neighborhood you're living in right now. It's got to be like... A community. Mindset. People that have a similar mindset, creating a community and fully supporting each other. Yeah. I've, said, I've seen this so many times. Like They're just kind of giving me something that I've seen before, right? You know what I feel with that, too, that message? This community right now, maybe physically it's not possible, but we need to still be creating it virtually. Yes. And I think that has come up before, but it's very strong what they're saying. It's like, don't let this external, these external circumstances keep you from still creating that community. Yeah. Like we do that with, with the podcast. We do that with our Patreon. We do that with the, our Facebook group. We do that with everything. Like, yeah. And, and there's people that you don't all have to agree on everything, but you have to feel like they are part of your kind of like soul tribe, right? Yeah. And feel like you're all kind of on a, a similar mission. Or if you're not similar, you're all kind of coming together and complementing each other really nicely. Yeah. F- for me, like, do you want to say something else before I move well, on? Well, I, I didn't finish. <laughs> it's really complex. I was just breaking it down in pieces. But you go, go ahead and I'll finish after. No, no, you finish. The, other, the thing is, you know, there's a lot of individuals that decided to, they're calling it self-sabotage and retrieve before. Some of those individuals weren't really connecting to something greater than themselves, aka their higher self or whatever they want to believe in. There's no religion that it has to be, right? Whatever they want to believe in. So then what you see in front of you in the 3D world, this is how the master's saying it, what you see in the 3D world in front of you looks like just catastrophic. It looks looks like mass... Mass problems, like all over the place. And everything's unorganized. Like this is how they're showing it to me. But then they're showing me the perspective. So they're bringing me into the view from a person that maybe is not connecting properly with their higher self. And that's how they see it. And then they put me in, in, in the eyes of someone that is connected to the higher self. And they're showing me how the person goes. This, it all has a reason. It all has a, it's like the person sees almost, it looks like plans and points and, and, and lines. I see like lines coming from people where they're connecting to their higher self and everyone has their own individual plan and they'll retrieve if they have to. And if they stay, it's because they decided to stay. So from the perspective of the Keshik records, that's what's going to help, help you maintain centered and aligned in the middle of that catastrophic, chaotic image that they were showing me. And so at the end of the day, what really needs to happen is a change in perspective of the person. And the best way to change your perspective is what they're saying is actually connecting and knowing that your soul is just has a consciousness trapped here in this 3D, yeah. but your soul is multidimensional and it's everywhere all the time, everywhere, all, all over the place. And so when your consciousness is trapped here, you cannot, it's really hard to see past the 3D. And another thing what they're saying is 
those individuals that retrieve during the next few years, those individuals are actually going to be much more liberated than you because you're going to be still, your consciousness is going to be still stuck in this 3D where they're able to go and flourish through all, that's how they're saying it, flourish through all the other dimensions, whereas you're still going to have an aspect of yourself consciously stuck here. So we have to change perspectives of how we see when there's a retrieval of an individual in our life. You know what I feel? Something that really resonated is a be feeling stuck in the 3D. That's kind of the message I was getting. It's we're going to feel the sadness and depression. Like before I even say that, it's we are here incarnated into these human bodies and this human experience to experience emotions. We're supposed to. But another thing is when they become so strong that they move us away from living. Like depression can keep you from doing things, creating a life, manifesting, connecting to yourself. So it's when we get so stuck in this 3D world and we're buying into all these 3D things, that that is when it's most likely that you will feel these low vibrational things of depression, sadness. The grief is kind of inevitable, I think, even for people that are very spiritual and know that we incarnate, like you're still going to feel grief. You're still going it's to have to go through that. It's hard because you're not going to have that physical hug, yeah, that physical, physically. yeah, the, vo- the, the physically speaking with, you know, your vocal cords, sitting out yeah. in a porch and drinking a glass of, you know, wine or a cup of coffee and talking about something that might be someone you lost, you lost, that did that with you. And yeah, you can still, they're still live somewhere else, but in another form and you can still connect with them. But where grief, where the grief is really in, from the 3D place. I can no longer enjoy them and connect with them in this 3D. That's it's hard. So it's hard to 3D. accept. Yeah, it's so grounded in this experience and so pulled away from this spiritual experience that we're also here to have too. Yeah. So I think if you are in this and this isn't for everybody that we're, we're, we're getting a general message for everybody here because some of you, this might be completely different from what you're experiencing. But in general, what they're saying is this sadness and depression is really just highlighting that you need to move more into the spiritual experience that you're here to have, to connect to yourself, to connect to the universe and the possibilities that there are and to be able to learn these lessons. Part of these lessons might be experiencing depression a little bit. I feel like mine was, but it also was kind of pushing me in that direction of like, well, it's time to stop living so 3D and start actually believing and understanding the spiritual realm and connecting to your higher power and but your higher you self. But don't you think that if you, that was your wake-up call, if you had yeah. gone into the spiritual world before, you wouldn't have to have experience that depression don't you think i i think so yeah i think it it, i would have avoided that probably yeah i think so too yeah and i think it's also being able to be in tune with our emotions because that's another message i'm getting something i see so much in my readings is and this was me included repressing emotions we're not here in this human experience to repress emotions we're supposed to fully feel them acknowledge them heal them, let them go and move on. We're not supposed to keep holding on to them because first of all, that makes us sick. But second of all, it can bring huger problems and it disconnects us from ourselves and yeah. from our lessons. We were lucky though, because we were, we were brought up by a family that we would sit down at the dinner table and we would talk about 
everything, including how you felt. Yeah. Yeah, but I never. This was this has nothing to do with our family or you or anything. This no, was but I'm saying like we're, self-imposed, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, for us, maybe now as adults, it's easier to like accept what you feel and say it, and start getting it out. Because we were brought up that way, some some people are brought up in families where you're supposed to not talk about it, keep quiet, oh, pretend yes. everything's good. That comes up so much in my readings too. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so, so when you're crazy an adult, how... it's a habit you already. It was a it was a it's a program or a habit, right? Totally, yeah. And I don't know for me personally, this whole repression thing. It was this idea. This came from birth, and I did actually. Remember the podcast episode I did about your birth and delivery story, how that can affect certain things in your life, and for me this whole difficulty mom had with her birth and delivery with me because it was difficult and it was long. (laughs) I think I felt some kind of like, I can't be a burden to my family. I, and this is all very subconscious. I can't be a burden to my family. So I need to be quote unquote good. I have to be a good girl. I need to do what I'm told. I can't burden them with emotions or things. So I, I wouldn't speak up. I wouldn't really connect with that. And I think other things, obviously growing up, I think affected that. And, you know, these are subconscious programs that we need to work through and and first come to the realization of, and then that, the repression for me, repressing those emotions caused the sadness, the depression, the panic attacks, which ultimately led me on my spiritual path somehow. Right. Yeah. Which is beautiful, but hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I remember the story of when I was born that mom was really busy because I was really, really sick. And they said that you would just sit there and oh, tremble yeah. and like anger. Yeah, they they, 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 <laughs> mom and dad said I look like Hulk. Like I would, I would like grab my fists and just tense up my whole body and I become all red. So they took me to the doctor and they were like, what's wrong with our daughter? like she because I wasn't we were living I think with our grandparents right yeah or something I think so and I wasn't allowed to touch anything I couldn't touch anything like don't touch that you're gonna break it you do that though yeah I do that yeah so it was like repressed that was also part of the repression too I, I totally forgot about that actually it's I need to repress my need to do things or to play or to have fun or to experience things because it's, it might bother somebody. It might do something. It might do harm to somebody. So it's always like you were saying in a previous episode, it's with the money and, and with the money mindset, right? It's I'm thinking more about somebody else and not myself. And you can't live like that. It's not about being selfish or egocentric. It's you have to think about yourself. That's why you're here. And that's the only way you're going to heal and, and like get better. If there's something I've seen from my own personal life, that I, I like to talk about everything. I want to talk about it. I'm feeling it right away. Let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it right now. And I found that so many people are really bad at staying still and just talking about it. Like they'll get up, they'll start cleaning, they'll move around, you know, make, make, make coffee, make a tea, go, go to the bathroom. Like, wait, wait I'm in the middle of talking about my feelings. Like, and what's going on right now? <laughs> It's hard, yes. Not everybody's been brought so up many, that way, I've right? I've seen this from so many people in my personal life, so many. And I'm like, wait, just can you just sit down while we're talking for like a second? It's, it's hard because they might have not been taught that. Yeah. And it was always about, like you are saying, 
repressing these emotions. So what is that going to cause? It's going to cause so many issues, physical, emotional, like sadness, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, illness. Like we're not joking here. Like this could bring on really serious things that it's our responsibility to not repress these emotions and to not let them get the better of us. Like, and that, that's what turns into chronic sickness in the future. Yeah. I 100% see that in different readings I do even, or people in our lives that we know the moment that they actually looked at those emotions and dealt with what they needed to, they got better. And it's so easy to repress things. You don't have to confront things. You don't have to look at them. You don't have to possibly get in an argument with somebody or feel crappy because you're bringing up all these things. That's, you know, people resist going to therapy. People resist going to, you know, take care of themselves. It's just easier to just sit back and just let things happen, right? Sorry, I just, I just had a weird experience. <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? You're talking and I feel like I came out of my body and I was like watching you. I'm like, what's, why is Lorena being so weird? And it was me. I was like leaving myself. What the? What? <laughs> did, you, did you see, did my face turn different? You, did you looked see weird. You were like staring at me. Yeah, because I was, like, I was out too- of my body for like a second, Lorena. <laughs> I was going, what is Lorena doing? Why is she moving weird? And it was me because I couldn't move my body because I'd gone out. Oh my God, this never, this, <laughs> this has never happened to me. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. But, uh, Ask your Kashik records. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still processing what I just, like the way it felt. It's, it was so funky. Oh my gosh. Okay. Give me a second. I need to calm down. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> the masters are telling me that when you're able, they're, they're trying. They're trying to get me to see this so that we can talk about it. Of course, the usual. Um, when you're able to let things go through you, so let's say I feel sad, and as soon as I feel it, I recognize it, release it. Like I don't keep it in for a minute, five minutes, ten minutes, twenty years. Yeah. And they're they're showing me all those feelings, and once you get to that point your consciousness isn't so stuck in the 3D, which we had been talking about. Mm -hmm. So they were showing me a little example of how you can detach yourself if you're not attached to emotions. Oh, it's like you're, it's like you're, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So then that's a good escape from reality, but you're only able to escape from reality. You're only permitted to do it for short amount of time and you're only permitted to do it if you're not allowing yourself to be stuck in 3D with, with the emotional process. That was so weird. Oh, my God, Lorena. Uh. People escape in so many ways. Like, yes. I'll, I'll avoid alcohol, this by... Yeah, drugs. Alcohol. Yeah. What else? Yeah. I mean, I would even say some people escape from sex. Yeah. Overfeeling over via sex could be a way to escape. Drinking too much, escape. Drugs, escape. Exercise, you can anything pretty much, right? So you can just, yeah, I think I was doing that for a while. Yeah. I was doing that for so long. It was like, let me just, I remember going through a breakup and just running like 12, 12 uh, kilometers a day. I was I like, I can't that, deal but I wasn't with these escaping. emotions. I was just like, I was listening to music. You would think that like, you'd see me running 12 kilometers every day. I did it too. And you would think that I was listening to like some hard rock. Sometimes I was listening to like, the Italian guy, what's his name? 
Bocelli? Sometimes I was running with Bocelli. I was like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I listen to really calm music when I run. Oh, no, I like, like, I enjoy it so much. Yeah, I'm not, like, running super fast. I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying the run. Anyways, can I ask you, did my face look scared? Because I was a little scared when that happened. You looked out of it. Like, yeah, I was out it's of like, it. It's like I you weren't out. here. I was like, hell, I almost wanted to like put my hand in your face like, hello. I was looking at your arms going, wow, Lorena's moving. Yeah, because really I'm talking weird. a lot with my arms, actually, which is really <laughs> weird. I'm talking excessively with my arms in the But air. that's a good example of how someone's perspective, like you could be the one having the issue and you think the other person's having the issue. Yeah. That's a really good reflection, actually, as well. Mirroring. Because I was having the issue at the time. I was detaching from my body, and I was going, whoa, everything looks different and weird. What's going on? And I was looking at you thinking you were the one being weird. Yeah. Mirrors. God, I can't believe that happened. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. I think this episode was really more about also bringing up all this these emotions because maybe it's something you're not talking about you're not dealing with and it's also so normal to be able to talk about it and make it normal like I'm depressed I don't feel well I need help and be able to get help right and there's some really good flower essences for this so if anybody's going through this feel free to dm me on instagram I'll have my handle below and I can definitely send you a few little flower essences that might work to help you get through this. Even if, even if you're like on medication, um, flower essences can really help. And I know it's just a hard time for a lot of people right now. And I've been through it and it's, it's really hard. Like what I have like a really sad moment, even like it could be anything that's I'm going through. I'll literally, it's better just masochista. Masochist. Masochist, okay. I, I become a complete masochist and I'm like, I'm just going to watch movies that make me really sad and just add to my sadness that I already have. And I'm one of those people, like, I, I actually want to stay there. When I'm there, I want to stay there. It's just, I don't know if it's a normal thing, but I know that I have that. And I'll watch the movie and I'll cry. And then when the movie's done, I'm like... I need more. <laughs> no, the other way around, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done being sad, actually. I'm ready to be... Even, and this happened even with my divorce. I'm like, okay, I'm done being sad. Like, I'm ready to be happy. I'm like, no, i got to be sadder longer. Like, it's, it's this weird thing that happens to me where I decide that I should be doing, going through it a little bit longer. No, Lucia, you, you, it has, that's not normal. You process it in an hour and a half? Like, no, you got to go be sad about it again. Well, that's where you need to know yourself. Like, are you trying to be avoidant of those emotions? Or are you really, did you really deal with them in that amount of time? No, I just get happy. <laughs> but I want to go back to sad because I feel like I really, I need to keep going just in case. I need to get more, I don't know, it's weird. I'm That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, we're so different in that sense. And I, I'm very avoidant of my emotions many times. I feel like I just don't want to look at them. And I've been through so much depression, anxiety, and panic attacks. It's like... I think there's this underlying fear of like going back to that again. I will never forget like a few years ago. um, I don't know why I was just like, I'm going to go back on birth control, which I didn't want to be on, but I was like, might as well. And that stuff's the worst. It was, I had to stop taking it. I was like in the worst depression. I was crying all day out of nowhere it causes ridiculous depression out of nowhere. I was fine. I was happy. There's nothing wrong with my life. 
I stopped taking it one way. It was, and it was the same pills that I'd taken like years before. So it wasn't like it was something new or like a new, and I knew I shouldn't have been taking them because of all the stuff. Like our mom had breast cancer and all the estrogen and stuff is not good. Like my doctor told me that anyway. And I knew that I'd done my own research. Um, but we need to also realize, and I'm, I'm saying this because we also need to realize when our external situations are causing us to feel those emotions, maybe we're avoiding them a little bit, but we need to be really real with ourselves. Like we need to realize when something needs to end, when something needs to change, when we need to make new decisions, when it's time to shift our life. If you continue to do what you're doing, you're going to continue to have the same results, right? So this is like, like you were saying, oh, I feel happy, but I should feel these things. It's like, well, how do I really feel and honor that? It doesn't matter if you're, you feel happy or you're sad. It's, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm going to process it. I'm going to allow myself to feel it. I get, let those emotions go through me as they need to. Maybe I'll cry for a while. Maybe I'll cry for three days. And then when it's done, it's done. I processed it. I, I was able to deal with it. And I didn't try to avoid it because that's, that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I don't think I, I, I can't think of a time where I avoided it unless the only way I can think of avoid, that I avoided it was because it wasn't the right time to start crying or like. Well, that's what happened when my, my friend passed away a couple of years ago, right? I was yeah. in the middle of a trip. I found out she had passed away Yeah. and I cried a little bit, but I wasn't in a place or space that I could fully like feel it and the next day I broke out in hives my whole body and that went on for over a year and a half wow a year and a half am I I'm very sim- like my body will show me like f- there'll be physical symptoms of me repressing things or not dealing with things that's pretty fast that reaction too it was so quick Lou it was so quick and it was just literally like you need to deal with this. I did family constellations for it. But I think really when I actually healed it was when I did the hypnosis session um, in class with Courtney Starkey. Yeah, I remember. She did it on all of us. And I saw her. Like her energy came forward. She talked to me. She gave me messages for her husband. She gave me messages for did myself. Did you give her the she, message to her husband? Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was kind of awkward. He didn't um, accept it? No, he accepted it. He just, he's, he's still dealing with the grief. He still can't wrap his head around this whole spiritual stuff, but I felt like I needed to say something to him. It was a very positive message Yeah. and I felt I couldn't keep that to myself. So I, I definitely went to him and talked to him and sent him a message. That's crazy, man. But it gave me this insane closure. And that's also why I feel very called to this whole mediumship path. Yeah. Because I feel like I have something that I need to discover within that path to help people heal and, and find closure. That's another word, closure. It's coming up. It's where are you not finding closure in your life? And where is that bringing up these emotions that are bringing you down and, and allowing you to like not vibrate higher? Like it's, it's all internal processing and we can't avoid things. We need to face them. The more we avoid, the more we're going to be throwing it in our face, right? Yeah, I'm listening to you, but I'm still I'm still processing what happened to me. 
Like while you're talking to me, I'm I'm listening to you. I'm responding. I can tell I'm, you're not here. I'm like looking at your Lorena, face. I'm like, what? I just went through a really weird. Like I'm. I have to process this. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about it on the next episode. Yeah, I guess. I oh my goodness. Process it, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I need. Do you to want to add it. anything else? No. Lucia's <laughs> well, gone. I'll take over right now. Guys, I'm actually speechless. She's actually speechless. It's, ha- it's actually happened. <laughs> All right. I don't know if this episode's helped you or not. We really just wanted to bring up these emotions and give a little bit of a spiritual kind of perspective on it. And also bring up awareness because I know that there's a lot of people that might not be talking about what some of you are going through or some of us are going through and it's not an easy time but that doesn't mean that we can't get through this like we can all get through this we're all here for a reason and we're here to support you guys so definitely reach out if any of you are going through any of these like the grief the sadness or the depression send me a dm on instagram and i can recommend a few little flower essences uh, for you I'd be happy to do that. That'd be amazing. So, yeah. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. And remember, we have our level two course. So check out the links on the show notes for more information. And feel free to DM us or email us at soultribeacademy at gmail.com if you want further information or have any questions about the course. We're here to assist you guys. So, so yeah. Love you guys. Talk to you Bye soon. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.